Welcome to today's episode of Daddy No. Episode number 50. Da da da. Episode number 8. Hey, no, 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 no. Sit down. No elevators. No elevators. Thank you. Uh, episode number 59. Day number 427 of being a stay at home father. Hey! Bring it down a notch. As always, I'm joined by my son who's in the background uh, doing, I don't know what. Anyway, um, two comics passed away. One, uh, LaShonda Lester, who won Funniest Person in Austin this past year, 2016. And she actually just got a Comedy Central half-hour special. And uh, she passed away on Tuesday, so love or my family's love goes out. Daddy no, and and my family's love goes out to uh, Lashonda and her family. Also, Don Rickles passed away. Um, so yeah, that's uh, yeah, that sucks. But you know, I don't know. I don't know. I I didn't have anything to say after that. Going on to other horrible news, uh, we bombed Syria. Yeah, I know it says comedy, um, but it's not. It doesn't sound like the first part. I'm going to get into it. I'll get into it, but there's no way to make any of that funny at all. Nothing. So it's just, I'm saying it. I'm saying it because I meant what I said. Anyway, so Syria, Syria, um... It, that that's kind of scary. We just we just bombed Syria like fifty something missiles, and that's the way the missiles sounded. That's exactly what the missiles. And then that's what happened in my brain. It did that when that when I heard that. That's the noise that it made. And now my brain hurts. My brain hurts, and I and you want to turn it off. That's what happens. You want to not turn it back on. And the UN is now saying that we. Uh, broke international law, which I, I'm pretty sure they've said that before about us. But uh, Marissa, she has one of your bracelets. I think it's one of your new bracelets. She's putting it on though. She's gonna, she's gonna start man at one. She's already taking your jewelry. She's gonna be wearing your. Well, I can't even say jewelry right. She'll be wearing your jewelry. I don't know what that was. I couldn't talk. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling me dumb. Because I'm a stupid man, apparently. The rest of the time, I'm just going to talk about the San Antonio scene. That That's what I'll do. I'll talk about the San Antonio scene because I have... I've immersed myself in it the past almost seven years. You all right, mamas? She's choking. You good? All right. She's good. She's not choking anymore. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. San Antonio scene. Because... Apparently our scene really sucks. Do y'all do do you think San Antonio comedy scene sucks? Most people listening to this, especially for the first time, are like, I had no idea San Antonio had a comedy scene. That was news to me. What is it like? Five people? We got two comedy three comedy clubs, really. Two 
uh, Laugh Out Loud and the Improv, and then an underground one. I guess more the alternative scene, if you want to call it that. Uh, Fridays and Saturdays at the Blind Tiger. So we got. I think we have a good scene. Why I've always thought it's a good scene. Is be, and see, look now I'm gonna go on that that rant like, oh, we have a great scene. Listen, the great no, we don't have any industry. No, you will never be discovered in San Antonio. But yes, you can get a lot of stage time and you get paid for a lot of these shows. And yeah, these shows kind of suck a lot of the time. But uh, in ways it makes you better, and in other ways it just hey, why are you yelling? Hey Zoe, Zoe bit him. Why would? Where did she bite you? Where'd she bite you? On your leg? Yeah. What's wrong yeah. with you, Zozo? You don't get to play. Are you gonna put her in her crib? Yeah. She she bit me earlier today. You're She's a, the biter. You're a biter. He was just acting out. This one is. You're a biter, and you know what? I'm gonna give myself credit because I didn't turn around and, and and instantly get mad at him. I think I did. Now I will probably listen to it. I did. No, Dang it! It's, it's I can't even lie. I have it right here recording. Great. Uh, good thing my wife was here because uh, you put her in her little. We have a little cage. Like it's usually for dogs that we put her in. It has like I'm just playing. We don't put her in a cage. Just. <laughs> People are like, what? She's under the. I was telling about the cage we put Zoe in, a tiny little dog cage. I said I was playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Playing. I know we don't have a cage. We don't even put our animals in cages. We hold them on leashes and have seatbelts for them. We're those kind of people. That's right. (laughs) Because we care about our animals. Those were our first babies. Yeah, I'm one of those people. I love them. I love our dog and cat. Boom, dog and cat. We got both. We got a dog, a cat, a boy, and a girl. We we got we got, we're set up. We're set up. Okay, anybody, go back to San Antonio scene. Anyway, you get a lot of stage time, man. Like I, I'll get up anywhere between five to shoot. I can do I can do five to eleven shows, like mixed with open mics. You know what I mean? Like maybe two or three open mics that I go to, and the rest are shows where I get more. What? What time at what? Hold on, my wife's calling me over. She's doing something. Let me go check what she's doing. So my daughter figured out how to climb out of her crib. So that's nice. She's only 15 months old and she's climbing out of her crib already. I'm glad she stayed in there and watched her. That felt bad. All I heard was, I'm like, hey, uh, I'm doing a podcast. So if you could just get back in your cage, baby, I'd appreciate it. Again, she doesn't have a cage. Joking. Back to the San Antonio scene. But yeah, you can get, you get, a, lot of, you can get a lot of stage time, man. I five to eleven times I get to go up. Most of them paid. Most of them doing ten to fifteen minutes, which is nice. I mean, it took a while to get to that point. It took a long while. It took over like five years to get to that point, and that's in a small market. It took me five years. I couldn't imagine what it would take me in New York or L.A. or something. You know, one of those two. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, and. It's nice. I like it. It's low key. Yeah, you get your little clicks, everybody. But I mean, it's not. I I look at it less in clicks and more who you came up with. You know what I mean? I hang out with Raul and George mainly, uh, and Blair. I hang out with those dudes because that's. I mean, Blair came in a little bit before us, but me and Raul started the exact same month, and so now our periods are synced. It's crazy, and <laughs> and that was that was inappropriate, and George. Uh, like six months after us, you know, so we all get along. 
And uh, I think that's what it is. It's not really necessarily clicks. It's who you came in with, right? And it tends to gravitate the people. Look at the three comics that you hang out with consistently. You want to know how funny you are? Look at them. And you're probably about that funny. Yeah. Like there might be one of you that maybe sticks out a little bit more. But for the most part, like that's that's where you are. And it, and it goes up like that. Like, I, I one day don't want to know any of you. That would be great. That would be amazing. Like, you came up to me and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember I, I did comedy. And I would be like, uh, yeah, I don't even know who you are, Jake Yarbrough. So uh, he's like, you just said my name. And I'm like, yeah, I know I said your name, but um, I'm going to need you to get out of my face. I never did comedy with you. Like, I want that. I want to be on that level, you know? That's that's my goal in life, just to make Jake Yarbrough feel like crap. Who's Jake Yarbrough? It's a local comic, doesn't mean. If you ever saw uh, Fantasy Football Gets Real on Funny or Die, he was the killer. He was the killer who like had like a heroin overdose, I think, or something like that. I I, I wrote it, half wrote it. When I wrote the whole thing, okay, it wasn't written. It was all off the top of my head at the time. And then the dialogue, I was like, make it up, guys, be funny. That was the dialogue. Very, it was bad. It was, it was really bad. I mean, it's my only thing I've ever done, and I'm glad I did it, but it, it's totally embarrassing. I look back at it, it's very embarrassing. But that's another good thing about being here in San Antonio. <clears throat> you can do horrible, embarrassing things, even put it online, and nobody's really going to know about it. Nobody's going to know about it, okay? So uh, you can try whatever you want. You, be as horrible as bad as you want. I mean, to get good. Don't be bad just to be bad. You know what I mean? Just one of those people like, they don't get me. Or, haha, I came up with this joke where I read something. I don't know where I was going with that. That was a horrible rant. <laughs> That's another. So you can bomb. The point is you can bomb. That's what I was trying to get to. That's what I was going to try. I was, gonna, I was actually going to do one comics bit, and I decided. I was like, nah, that's messed up. It's a horrible. It's a horrible bit, and it's five minutes long. And I just... Because, you know, you shouldn't... It's a bad bit. Let's just say that. It's a bad bit. Uh, but people don't like it. People don't like it. And, uh, you know, it, it comes off... Uh, some people, you can be in the camp of, well... Like, I know one specific comic uh, who said... Ah, Carlton. It was Brit. It was Brit. Um, he uh, was saying how you got to kiss... Kiss butt... And I'm going to say butt because he actually said something else, something about fellatio or something like that. Um, but uh, <laughs> he doesn't, he didn't hear me. Anyway, you got to kiss butt or something like that, right? Which uh, it's true. You got to get on your knees and you just right in, like, right in the hole. Just mwah, you're not even the butt. You got to get in. Between. <laughs> That's so gross. Oh, man. That's disgusting. Put some tongue in it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm cracking myself up. It's like having a conversation by myself. Great. It's exactly what it is because my son's watching television. Hey, you wanted to say hi? Isaiah? Yeah. Come say hi real quick. Hi! Can you just be a normal four-year-old? I'm just playing. Don't ever be normal. Be yourself. All right? Don't ever be normal. Be yourself. Hi. Say hi. That's all you want to say? Huh? You have, you have, uh, Yaya, Yaya listens to you. She wants to, you have any specific thing for Yaya? No? 
Oh, just ignore me. You're just gonna ignore me, buddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah. I'm talking to you. What do I want you for? Get over here. What you want me for? Why are you talking like that? Get over here. Sir. Sir. Daddy, a poo-poo pants. That's not nice. Get over here. I am not a poo-poo pants. Tell everybody I'm not a poo-poo pants. Tell them I'm not. Tell them. <coughs> Tell them. <laughs> Tell them I'm not a poo-poo pants. Daddy, a poo-poo pants. No, I'm not. You tell them I'm not. Get up here. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not a poo-poo pants. I need you to know this. Now tell him. Tell him I'm not a poo-poo pants. No. What do you mean, no? How are you going to tell me no? I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I'm laughing. What's I am not a poo-poo pants. I don't know where I don't know where he's getting his information, but he's not he's never gonna say it again. You're never gonna say it again. You're never gonna do it. I'm gonna tickle you. Until you can't talk no more. Go over there. Daddy the bubble All right, be quiet. Love you. Give me a kiss. Daddy. All right, Daddy. Yes, yes, yes. Go sit down. Daddy named Joshua Bubble All right, son. Okay, you kind of dug in the knife there. Thank you. I appreciate it. You can probably hear my daughter. Crying in the background as well. They'll go with your baby. My wife is with her, and she's being punished because she bit. She bit him, and she bit me. Not in the nipple, but near the nipple, and it hurt. It hurt a lot. It took all the strength of me not to throw my baby. I wanted to throw her so hard for biting me in the chest. It felt like a titty twister. You remember when they used to pinch you're, and that's I, women are like oh, I can't believe he said to listen uh, for men that's uh, seventh eighth grade they call it purple nurples whatever you want but we call them titty twisters right and they go and they pinch you and then they not only pinch you but then they twist and then they pull and it leave you a big old bruise like I used to they used to pinch them so bad when I was like in ninth or tenth grade because I had uh, little boy boobs right <laughs> not so much tenth grade but ninth grade I definitely did and so they pinch them. And I had to go to the doctor for chest pains. And the doctor, and I'm 13 years old, and the doctor actually tells me, like, hey, um, they need to stop or you could be at risk of getting breast cancer. I was like, time out. Like, I was even mad that they were pinching me. I was mad at that, but I was more mad because I'm like, man, that means I got breast. That means, I know, I know scientifically what he said, but, like, I was like, I was, I had some, that means if I was a girl, I would have been like, Pow. Pow, like some double D's or something like that. But that's, yeah, so that, hey, that helped me lose weight, though. Just, I was just like, uh, I got to lose weight because if I don't, I'll continue having these breasts and they'll continue pinching them and I'll get breast cancer. I'm working out because I don't want to get breast cancer, okay? The doctor did not tell you that. Yes, he did. Yes, he did because I was having chest pains. It was that bad. And they were that nice of boy boobs that they needed to be pinched consistently. Anyway, uh, back to the San Antonio scene. I keep saying that. Can you not make all that noise with those blocks, please? They're not blocks. They are blocks. Thank you. All right. Well, okay, I get it. All right, got it. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. San Antonio scene. Allows you to get a lot of stage time. Allows you to suck with nobody watching. Allows you to go blah 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 blah. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Comedian. I forgot you only you only win trophies, right? Blah, blah, hey, blah. 
That's not funny. Hey! I'm gonna do that next time. Hey, okay. I'm gonna do that next time when you wanna when you ask me a question. Daddy, I wanna watch a movie. I'm gonna go blah 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 blah. Don't do that. I will do that because you're doing that to me right now while I'm doing the podcast. Oh, to your through just to your mouth. You're speaking to your mouth. Yeah. My no, mouth. you're speaking from your mouth. You're not speaking to your mouth. My mouth say blah 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 blah. Can your mouth not say blah 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 anymore? My mouth does say blah blah blah. I know, but can it can it not not say that anymore? I'd appreciate it. No. Now, again, as far as like, if if the scene doesn't suck, like if people said, oh, I don't. Like the clubs, and for most comics, it is like a love hate relationship. You can't, you, you gotta, you gotta play the game. You know what I mean? Like I remember when I first started, just to, it took forever to get. Well, my first two years, I got a hosting, but I kept having to go back and audition and audition and audition and get every little word. And the first time I remember, I said butthole on stage, and they told me I couldn't say butthole on stage. And I'm like, I'm hearing other openers cuss. But those openers have been doing it six, seven years. You're still not, I still don't cuss as an opener to this day because they tell me I don't like cuss at all. But I think the they, they're, sometimes they can be a little harder on me. Like what did I say? I remember I had, I had one joke I was told I can't say anymore as an opener. Um, that I'd only do it as a feature or showcases, but as an opener that I couldn't do. That. And I asked other people, I was like, were you banned from saying jokes? Hey, stop. Were you banned from saying jokes that weren't dirty? Uh, and everybody's like, no. I was like, well, this one's not dirty. And I told them the joke. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was edgy. It was real edgy. No, it was, it was, uh, I don't want to give away, I don't want to even say the joke. But anyway, it was a joke I was told that I couldn't say. But I mean, I've worked, it made me work into the way I wanted to use it so bad. That I cut a bunch of stuff off and I tightened it up and I made it not so I don't know sharp with it like just it was it was something more uh, even if you hated it you can swallow it where, where before as if you loved it you laughed hard or if you hated it you okay could have ruined the show for you for the rest of the time and I was the host so if it ruins the show I understand yeah oh man um, but. Uh, yeah, it's, it's rough. And then people and uh, people need to be real with themselves. How much work do you put into it? Like if you're doing the same five minutes you did a year ago, two years ago, I know people who do the same five minutes four year, from four or five years ago. And it's like, well, if you're, not, if you're not putting in the work, if you're not writing, then what's the point? Yeah, like what are you doing? Are you just going, hanging and drinking? You got to work, work on your set. Like, all the stupid memes Jorbs keeps putting out, like, doctor, give it to me straight. Okay, work on your set. Like, that's, those are his memes. Those stupid memes. And whatever you argue with him, he says, work on your set. And that's George from MGB Podcast. Check out MGB Podcast um, on uh, iTunes and I think Podomatic. I'm on there a lot. It's called Meet George and Blair. Anyway, so um, San Antonio scene. That's how I keep getting back into it. That's my transition. And at the very end, I'm going to do a callback to all of that. Maybe, if I can think of it. It's probably going to be as bad as the transition itself. I'm just glad he's not doing that stupid thing. He's, he was that blah, blah, whatever. He's occupied. But it is, I guess, what you... I mean, if you go to... I'm sure there's a lot of people who said the L.A. scene sucks. Because 
you can't go you're not going anywhere you know what i mean you're in the same place that you were before new york scene sucks it's just yeah because it's hard i mean if you can't you gotta you gotta be able to do it in the small town because if you can't do it in the small town i was told by a comic headliner um first get not i don't want to say big but first try to work your home clubs then from there try to work clubs in your home state make a name for yourself in your home state then go to la or new york because you have some type of backing or some credentials you know what i mean you have something i don't know that's what he told me brad williams that's who it was it was brad williams who told me that um i've heard other people just say no dude just go to la just just do it or just go to new york i'm like right just go that's all i got it's just, it's mind over matter, man. It's the secret. If you say it, it'll happen. And, well, I got wife and kids. So, I'm doing what I can do with what I got. And it is what it is. That's what I keep, I, I cry in the car and I tell me, myself that all the time. It is what it is. And I just cry in the car. You know what I mean? That's my motto for life. It is what it is. This is basically the same uh, effort, right? It's the same thing. Same thing. It's where I'm at. See that that made it seem sad. That made it seem it's not it's not San Antonio scene. It's great. Now is it as supportive? Is it as supportive as other scenes? You know Austin and uh, I don't know Dallas. Not that was just Texas ones, but I'm seeing I'm Denver's pro- has an amazing scene. I've I've never been there, but I've heard Portland. Um, you know, place, other places, other than New York and L.A. But there's a bunch of them, I'm sure. There's a bunch of them. Especially, I mean, I, I haven't I haven't traveled too much, so I can't say where. But from what I've heard, uh, those are those are very supportive comedy scenes. Like people, like here in San Antonio, people have to know who you are. They don't know who you are. They're like, nah, I'd rather eat or drink or Go watch Spurs. That's staying. That's fine. That that is fine. And we have big. We have like four or five theaters here. So you have Chappelle coming through. Bill Burr will be here Sunday. You have uh, Seinfeld came through. You have all these. Like, they all come through here, but they go to the theaters. You know what I mean? Go pack out a show of two, three thousand people. That's what they do. So that's what people will go sell out. That's what they'll support. Um, but if if you're a local dude, they're just like, eh. And maybe that's that that that's probably a lot on us too, where it's like we've seen enough bad amateurs that I don't wanna I don't wanna watch this anymore. This is bad. But like Austin, like you can be I don't wanna say Austin famous, but like people know you. People actually and people wanna support the arts, I guess is you know they 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 want to go do stuff. It's like they don't look at it like they oh look at this. They'll, they'll actually go online and be like oh cool, there's this five dollar show and it's uh, a four or ten dollar show and it's a four twenty theme and it's comedy and let's go check it out. Like they're not like who's on it. They just you know they might look at the reviews of the club, which blanked and that's actual actual show four twenty nine p.m. Uh, go check it out. A lot of real funny dudes on that show. And um, funny people on that show. Sorry. Anyway, funny people on that show. And uh, yeah, 420, 9 o'clock, 10 bucks. It's the fourth annual Chronicle After. Uh, check us out in The Current. We'll also be in The Current. Yeah, yeah, yeah on the 19th issue. 
or, or yeah, on April nineteenth issue. There we go. So anyway, they they go and they support, you know, and uh, and I've always said this where it's like we're in a a little bit. It's like being in an abusive relationship. Like no, he loves me. He just slaps me around a little bit. Like that's the way it feels a little bit with the club. Cause, but you you know you take your you take your lumps, man. It, what it helps you with is helping. And I love the club. I'm not saying I want to stick with you. I I love you. I want to stick with you. <laughs> See, they're gonna slap me in the face. Dang it, they're gonna slap me in the face. They're gonna put me to MC for a ventriloquist or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, what? Uh, I, well, I'm not. I'm talking to you. How about that, sir? You very rude, sir. Why? You're being rude. You, do you know what rude means? It makes you fat. It does not mean you're fat. Why would being rude being fat? You're saying all fat people are rude? Hey, wait, time out. Are you saying I'm fat? No. You just said rude means fat. Oh, no, I called you rude. What am I talking about? You didn't call me rude. <laughs> right, you're not. You're not. You're, you're very slender, son. You're not fat at all. But you were being rude. Being rude is uh, it's not it's not nice. It's not nice to be rude. Okay. So you say you're sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Love you. All right. I don't know. I don't know if he means it. I hope he means it. And then some people just stay in San Antonio too long. I think that's that that can you can reach a point. And I feel like I'm getting to that point. You know, you're just like, not that you out, you nothing like, oh, I've outgrown this scene. Not, not that. That's not what it is. It's just that I think you can only, you soak up as much as you can out of it. And then you, you have to, you have to move on if you want to progress and stand up. And sometimes, uh, maybe as comics, we get complacent or scared or, you know. It's just financially not feasible, and you stay here, and that could eat at you. And you know, you know, like some I know a few comics feel the same way. Where now they, after doing it six, seven, eight, nine years, you feel like it's starting to eat at you because you're doing the same, same open mics, dealing with new people with the same. Same stuff. Same. They want to bring drama into a situation that doesn't need to have drama. Which comedians, they're full of drama. All can be anywhere you go. It's gonna be like that. It's gonna be handled a little differently. We're very much, uh, you know, talking. We like talking crap. Definitely that. Some of us can take it, and other people can't. And that's what it. That's what it really comes down to. But anyway. Uh, we, you get to a certain point where you reach, it's like you didn't leave and it, it eats at you. And uh, I don't want to say I'm being, yeah, maybe a little bit. A little bit, I, I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting eaten at. Not like, oh, I'm, I'm going to quit. Not that way, but an anxiousness of like, all right, it's at that time where something needs to happen. Not somebody needs to discover me, but something needs to happen, meaning I need to make the next step. Whether that is moving to L.A. or New York, whether that be uh, just trying to travel on your own, trying to go to to other clubs, out-of-state clubs, travel the country, uh, do it that way, 
you know, whatever it is, the, just something needs to change. And uh, that's what keeps... So you growing as a person is changing, and that's what... Ah, poor. Take it for what it is or what it's worth. I think that's going to be today's podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it, man. And uh, hit us up, comment. Show's got coming up um, at f- on April... Oh, no, this Sunday I'll be at Brownsville. I'm headlining there, taking uh, the very funny Anthony Chavarria with me. He uh, was one of the finalists and funniest in tech in south texas and so uh, i'll be headlining there it's called the bar on sunday that's palm sunday so it's all gonna be just strictly clean now i don't know it's a bar show it's a bar show at the bar but it looks cool i looked it up online being brownsville this sunday uh april 11th i will be at river center comedy club doing a roast battle yeah we got them now at river center comedy club all like when people when it's starting to kind of die down i've heard roast battles now we're like yeah now we got them here at the improv but uh very a good show gonna be a good show i'm battling jay lafar who was 2010 funniest in south texas winner or 2009 one of those years anyway and uh yeah he saw battle him and then april 20th that's a thursday at nine o'clock um, we have the 420 show That's $10 And then at the end of the week for Fiesta I will be at the River Center Comedy Club All week from Wednesday to Sunday So uh, getting, I mean the charts filling up And uh, that's just April And I got a lot of other stuff coming up um, I got a few things planned for the summer As far as another web series That we shall be putting out With a few friends So look for that um, if you guys aren't doing anything this week in comedy, we got uh, Joe Coy. I mean, other than, I mean, we, of course, The Blind Tiger. Uh, go check that out. Joe Coy, if it's not sold out, Bill Burr will be here Sunday. And uh, go check out Off the Cuff on Saturdays at The Blind Tiger. But that has been our show. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for commenting, sharing, and just uh, everything else, man. Uh, love you all, man. Deuce. Bum-bums, ba da 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 da